the beginning was the word. 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 Word, I'm gonna say the word. From the studios of KJZZ in Tempe, Arizona, welcome to Word, a podcast about the literary arts in the state and the region. Here's your host, Tom Maxidon. Thanks to everyone who submitted their haiku this month, and in just a bit we'll announce our final winner. Also, Mariana Dale from KJZZ's Education Desk will take us to Alhambra Traditional School, where students will read some of the haiku that they submitted to the show. But first, I talked to Tucson Poet Laureate T.C. Tolbert earlier this week. T.C. and the Downtown Tucson Partnership have conducted their own haiku contest, and they've teamed up to post the winners throughout the city. I started by asking T.C. about how the idea came to fruition. It's a pretty simple idea, which is one of the things that I love about it, in the same way that haiku is a pretty simple form and concept. But the idea is that folks in Tucson will write haiku about city life. And then we're going to, you know, choose from from that and post them around town so that as people are, say, getting on the bus or, you know, walking to dinner or, you know, just moving about the city, there will be a haiku, right? Um, just in the public space. The idea being that poetry is not separate from our lives. Um, You know, thinking about and living in Tucson often to me feels like a poetic gesture. It's so full of surprise and wonder and delight. Why do you think that the form of haiku resonates with people? Because a a lot of folks, you know, are tuned off by poetry. They feel like, oh, I can't understand what this person is trying to say. Or, hey, it's not a poem if it doesn't rhyme. You know, people come in with these preconceptions, right? But for some reason, I feel like haiku has some type of deeper connection that people appreciate it. And and maybe because it doesn't seem like it's formulistic, when in in fact it is um, Mm -hmm. 17 syllables, right? I think you're right. I think on Seemingly opposing ideas, I think folks are maybe intimidated by poems um, because, they, like you said, they may feel like they can't access them or don't understand them. And I think the container of the haiku, because it's so recognizable, and I remember reading somewhere that the haiku is, is the most recognizable poetic form. Um, and, and I think that people can recognize it as a poem immediately sort of gives them a frame of reference where, okay, how do I engage with this? So I think it soothes some of that anxiety right away. Like, okay, this is, this is a poem. It's going to be short. It's going to be pretty direct language. Um, there's probably going to be an epiphany in here. Um, there's, and there's probably some delight. What for you then makes a good haiku? What are you looking for? Uh, in terms of a haiku that might be representative and, and worthy of display in a public setting? Well, I think I will be looking for those that invite me to reread them. There's certainly a delight in getting something, you know, the first time that I read it. Um, you know, sort of like, oh, I understand what that's pointing to or, um, you know, the, the discovery that's been made. But I also want to be able to go back and reread it and enjoy the language on its own, you know, regardless of the sort of sense it's making, 
Um, is there, you know, is there an attention to the sonic qualities? Uh, does the line break, um, you know, invite me to read it differently than if it were just set up as prose? Um, so, so I really am looking for haiku that are operating on, on multiple levels, so to speak. T.C. Tolbert is the Poet Laureate of Tucson, and T.C. has just an amazing project that is culminating into getting haiku into public spaces. Uh, When will you make your final judgments, and then when will these haiku start appearing in the public square? So I'll be finishing up the judging by this weekend, and it's March 21st when we'll be actually doing a little bit of a walking tour to show where, where some of them are posted and Um, where folks can find them. T.C. Tolbert, thank you so much for joining us on Word. Absolutely. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. And now, it's time to go back to school, specifically Alhambra Traditional School with KJZZ's Education Desk reporter, Mariana Dale. English language arts learning is underway in Bethany Valdivia's classroom on a recent morning. right now you guys should have your thesis statement. A thesis statement, in case you've forgotten, is the sentence that explains the topic of a paper. Just one of many lessons Valdivia teaches eighth graders each year. Another is poetry. She loves it. We can write an essay, we can write, you know, an an argumentative piece, but I think with poetry, it's something that I think allows for more artistic and creative ability, and to see that there's really no limit to the way that you can express yourself. She encouraged her students to send us their haikus. Can't you see the sky, the beautiful colors here, wonders of the eye? The majestic sky, desert ground of emotion, the future hidden by dust. AZ may be hot, it may be cold, but it is still my lucky home. That was Anthony Riveras, Trinity Ragland, and Patrick Fieros reading their poems. Their classmate Seth Osorio's writing was more humorous. My poem is Desert Sky, No Sea, Can You Turn On The AC, We Are Burning Up. It was inspired by the summer his family's air conditioning broke down and they had to stay at a hotel until it was fixed. A real-life experience was also at the heart of Cecily Parsons' poem. I was thinking about one of my favorite memories was with my dad. It was like a winter morning. He woke us up early and he took us out and he um, gave us a cup of hot chocolate and we like watched the sunrise while we were all wrapped in blankets. It was it's a really cozy memory. As night turns to day, the new sun shines on my face. A new day has come. The last student to share their poem with us was Sofia Munoz. In this hot desert I live, my only hometown I'll never forget. What do you like about being here? I like that, you know, even though it's hot here, there's not much, like, weather that, that will, like, you know, destroy my home versus, like, everywhere else. You're the second person that's brought up natural disasters. <laughs> I laughed at first, but Munoz says the idea of losing her home is scary. In the beginning, my family never had money, so they only bought like a small room for their family of eight. And then my grandpa just rebuilt it like more and more as he had more material. Munoz says her roots are firmly planted here in Arizona. I think I'd stay here my whole life because I'm happy where I am right now. Thanks to all the students at Alhambra Traditional School who submitted their poems. Thanks to KJZZ's Mariana Dale for that contributing story. And now it's time to announce our final winner, Brian Earl Dawes. And here's the winning haiku. Spiraling hawks meet, welcomed by warm autumn skies, soaring, then parting.
Thanks to everyone who submitted a haiku, and thanks to all of our contributors in what has been an amazing month for National Haiku Writing Month. I'm Tom Maxidon, and we will catch up on a future podcast word. of Word. Word. Word, I'm going to say the word. Word. Thanks for listening to Word from the KJZZ Studios in Tempe, Arizona. You can find all episodes online at word.kjzz.org.